All right. Talk too much. Episode eight. I'm back. Another week, another dollar. Um, today, of course, want to go back into boxing. I got my boy Christian Acuna today. Uh, Keith Fletcher, the man himself. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about the Tyson Fury fight versus Tim Schwartz. Schwartz. I always. I say Schwartz too. too. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. We're like gonna Schwartz. recap Bellator 222. Great event. A lot of big things happened there. And TJ Dillashaw came out in an interview for the first time about his recent transgression with performance-enhancing drugs in an interview with Chael Sonnen. So we're going to talk about that. A lot of interesting things were said. But I'm going to jump right into the Tyson Fury fight. Um, So Tyson Fury defeated Tim Schwartz in two rounds, right? Knocked him out. Still undefeated heavyweight boxer. Lineal champion. Yes. Yeah. What do you make of that fight, both of you? Honestly, showed great ability of Tyson Fury, if we didn't already know it. Um, the skill. And it showed his power, too. He broke Tim Schwartz's nose in two rounds. Shows the power. But the movement, the he head movement. He slept on power. The, we were talking about that. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, people sleep on his power. But like the movement, the footwork, the head movement, the body work, all of that. Against the ropes. Yeah, you don't really see a boxer... A heavyweight boxer do that. You know, circling side to side, Especially constantly moving. Size, the, yeah. Not even just the like upper body movement, but like the footwork. It's, He's always oh, moving yeah. his feet. And it's so natural for like a lot of fighters in a fight, like they, there's a game plan you stick to. You know, certain fighters have a, you know, a powerful certain hand, you're going to circle to their weaker hand, right? For him, a lot of fighters like lose that in a fight. They're just, they go into panic mode. They forget the game plan. He sticks to his fundamentals. You always see him circling to the weaker hand. You never see him flat footed. You always see him mixing up his combos. So um, he's, I just, I don't like him as much as Deontay Wilder. Like, I'm just going to come out and say, I just love Deontay Wilder. He's so tight. I, but I I just think Tyson Fury's the best. Yeah, big Tyson fan. Just honestly, the jab that he was hitting him with, just keeping the distance. Hit him with no, the that's straight. my thing. He's Literally, his boxing skills are so crisp. Like he knows how to box. And I think that's Wilder's weakness because all we see is are like power punches, arms are down, and he hits you with the haymaker. But I mean the the skill set of Tyson is what's really dude. Gonna... He dude that he just knows how to control distance. Everything the jab was getting through, and his straight rights were getting through. Or if he was switching southpaw. It was it was all getting through. Keith, Wilder or Fury in 2020? I keep asking this question, but now after both of them just knocked him out. Both of Fury. them look great. Well, I mean, I thought Fury won the first fight. So yeah. I was taking him in the on second the cards. fight. On the and, cards. and we talked about his layoff. I mean, that's after a two-year layoff yeah. that he fought Wilder, right? Yeah. And he looked great, you know? Going into it, he was out of shape. He was 400 pounds, but he, he was got not 400 himself. pounds going into that fight. No, no, no. He was 400 be, pounds a while ago. Before he started training, before he started training and getting down, he was uh, 400 uh, pounds. He's coming off alcohol and cocaine and the whole nine. Yeah, um, good stuff. He and he a, looked good against joking. Wilder. <laughs> no. He, he looked good against Wilder. He has Freddie as his, no, one really of his joking, coaches. <laughs> he has Freddie as one of his coaches too. Freddie Roach. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, man. Apologize for forgetting the name. Oh, Tyson Fury? Yeah, I apologize for forgetting the name, but he has like a 26-year-old coach, is like the head coach. Can't remember his name. He's 26? 26 years old, and he was the one that helped him like get off, like lose all the weight. And get off that bad Like, shit. yeah, get on a good diet, all that, so he like trusts him more. And uh, what's crazy too is Tim Schwartz was 25. Like the fact that a 26-year-old helped 
train Tyson Fury to beat a 25 year old is pretty like not only that Tyson Fury is <laughs> a lot older than him yeah so I know you would for think for him to have respect well, Tyson, to listen to a well, younger what is fighter he, 30? well yeah he's not like too much older Fury, he's he like might 30. be 30 32 around there I don't he's know. like 30 ben he's ben like 30 um Ben Davidson. ben Davidson yeah um that was a big deal Good shit Chris yeah thank you but uh I mean usually it's the other way around like 26 year old and 25 year old but over Freddie Roach you know what I mean like that's a big deal they both look Freddie so, Roach. so good um I would have loved, you know, it's sad that Anthony Joshua was out the mix. It would have made it a little bit more fun. But the cool thing about this is we have a, just a clear picture. And they, I got a notification on my phone a couple weeks back that the rematch is guaranteed booked for 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fury yeah, Wilder. Yeah. Um, man, it, I just like Deontay Wilder a lot. Um, you know, I, he just has swag. I just like the way he fights. Um, yeah, I like Wilder too. Dude, he's, he's had, no one knows this. There's only been like three or four heavyweight boxers that have defended the championship 10 times in a row. Muhammad Ali, Jack Nichols, um, I forget the other two, but Deontay Wilder's at nine. One more and he's into that. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson for sure. How the fuck did I forget Mike Tyson? I don't know uh, who's lined up. I, mean, I feel like he's... But gonna... he has basically... Wilder has the most power in that heavyweight division since Mike Tyson. I think he's going to fight again before 2020 for sure. Probably later in the year. I would hope it's Luis Ortiz, like a rematch, because Luis Ortiz put it on him. Yeah, he put he put it on obviously Wilder one, but like Luis Ortiz is still a big threat. I do. Heavy-handed Cuban, you know, yeah. he's got some good boxing. That's a fight. I think that's. I don't know if they'll book that fight before the Fury fight. That's too like big of a. That's a fight they'll book after the Fury fight. I don't, I don't know think. If I don't think they're not gonna not book him though. Up until 2020. Really? Yeah, that's like a long layoff. It is a long layoff, but I think they both won very simple, like fairly easily. I don't think they want to... Maybe they even have the rematch this year. I think they want to fight that, that is soon. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, but... The, that's yeah, a good point. It's just weird to me to like, now that both, they both, both won, the hype's there. It's weird yeah. that they would just throw something else in the mix, you know, to kind of get in the way of that. What's up? Fury for sure is fighting again. They talked about it on the fight card. Okay, then the, maybe uh, okay. both of them will fight so, again. Yeah. So one yeah. more fight for each, and then the rematch. Yeah, maybe. I, th yeah, I think they both. I think they it's both want to do yeah. it now. They're both good. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. Especially if he already beat him, Wilder. You know why not fight him again? Who but beat who? Luis Ortiz. Yeah, because that's a dangerous fight. It uh, is a dangerous a fight. I mean, what you just said makes sense about like you know they don't want to risk it, whatnot. But I mean, they're for sure probably going to fight again because it's a long layoff. If they Wilder's Wilder's a lot more flat-footed. That's the only Bro, thing I don't yeah. like when he's just... I don't like flat-footed boxers, but the power makes up for it. But still, like, if, if you don't land that shot, like, your ceiling for... Your performance ceiling is very low. Like, there's only so much you can do because your tools are limited if you don't... That's the being... Footwork's probably the most important part of boxing, to be honest. Honestly, I think Fury takes the second one, the rematch. I think uh, what we saw, too, was... Fury could do damage in the twin shorts fight. We just, you know, saw that. Broke his nose. I don't know if he's Fury's knocking out Wilder. I'm not saying he's going to knock him out, but in the first fight, we Wilder was taking shots, but obviously he didn't go down or anything like that. But we saw that Fury was able to output all the way to like the later rounds. But we're not Wilder, even we're not even giving Wilder the chance. To, like we're just saying Fury's improving. What if Wilder adapts? What if Wilder figures something out about his game plan? I mean, okay, but he has to learn, a camp. but to learn a lot like box to learn boxing skill, what Tyson has right now is going to take years. I'm not you know saying I mean? that, but like, there's definitely holes in Tyson's game. And do you not? I don't agree? know. I, I would never count out Wilder. Right. Not uh -huh. for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Just because you know, as you guys saw, even if he's losing the fight, yeah, 
he can turn right. it on. If one punch and it could be nice over. He carries the power all the way to the later rounds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what we, we saw just, in that Fury just needs round. to stay fairly fresh. He yeah. needs to maintain and uh, sustain his pace throughout the whole fight and keep his energy tank right. above 50%. Let's that say. could have been why he got hit, too. You know, like maybe he was getting a little tired. No, he was, opening, sure. You know he what I mean? So, right. Yeah, so like maybe he's worked on his cardio since then. That's what I would think. So that's why he's got like, like a better said, chance. That, that two-year layoff, was he training every day? Some guys take, lay, you know, they take breaks, but they're training every day. Was Tyson Fury training every day for those two years? No. No, he said he was at the strip club drinking and And he has a wife, snorting. too. He said that. And, <laughs> he said that but publicly. he came back. He got out of his funk, came back, got his focus back, and then... He, I mean, he looked deadly even against Wilder. Actually, I just remember, didn't he propose to his girl after he won the fight? He started singing. No, to no, her. no. He was just married. No, no, no. He, it's because he was, oh, he was just a yeah, character. He was just singing. He was yeah, just it was his singing. first fight in Vegas. If corny I'm not ass, dude. Mistaken. Corny ass, dude. So no, that you, was, saw, you saw him come out with the yeah, I didn't, Apollo I Creed like, stuff. So I, yeah. that was yeah, tight, though. That was tight. That's funny. I, I wonder <laughs> if the um, the rematch will be in Vegas because that was the first time Fury fought in Vegas, right? Yeah, everything else had been one, abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was uh, the first one? In, no, it wasn't in Vegas. The first one there. No, no. it was in somewhere in UK. I forget where. Right? No, I don't think the UK. I don't even. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I just remember it was December first. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be. I mean, that's I, I, what I, we want. That's I'll be honest. I love Wilder. I'm gonna be rooting for him. But if I really have to, my my pick. I do agree with all of you. There's really no, it's hard to deny. Tyson Fury is just more yeah. talented. It's just, I'm not saying he's for sure going to win, but he's just a higher floor. He's got the a better yeah, chance. The, yeah. the so, skill set. And he did show that power. He really No, no, did. yeah. His he power showed, is very he showed underrated. More, more explosive power in this fight than I thought he did in the The jab is, fight. Yeah. he was working he's, that straight yeah. right. The but jab, jab, that straight right. He was attacking the, the nose very well. Through, like, it came super. through the defense pretty much. Yeah. Like, it made its way through. And he was setting it up. You just in, saw his head other. just kept cocking yeah. back so violently. But this weekend, also, we're going to move on from boxing. Not UFC, but Bellator 222 happened. Um, I don't know. What, what fucking channel is Bellator on? It's it, on was, it was streaming, Paramount. right? It's on Paramount. Paramount, right? Yeah, but Usually. Yeah, like, they're not on... What, what's their TV? No, they is that a, the, no they're not they on Paramount. The zone is like... Some boxing. Do they have that it on like Spike anymore? No, they no, don't. Spike is now Paramount. Spike is Paramount. Now, Spike, now. Spike is Paramount. All right. But this wasn't on Paramount. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. It, this it, might it have had, this might have been, was this a pay-per-view card? Yeah, this was a pay-per-view. Oh, wow, I'm actually. This was at MSG. You had the Can you, online. is there, Chris, is there any way you could find out the pay-per-view numbers for this card? I just, look at Bellator 222 pay-per-view numbers. I'm this, just curious to see what Bellator does. From what I was trying to watch they probably it numbers. on Saturday night. Some numbers. Yeah. Everything I was trying to stream. $300,000 gate, maybe. At Madison Square Garden, that's a no, lot. Multi million for, for the Bellator. Bell yeah, there's no, no way, way Bellator is no bringing. No, no way. No 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 no. At Madison Square Garden, bro. No. Wait, no, no, no. didn't the Connor fight with uh the Connor fight uh brought in like 1.5 mil? Gate. No, for with was, Khabib. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was like the highest. Yes, it did. It was like the highest. It was the highest gate in MSG history. It was. Like thirteen or no, fourteen no, no, no. million. UFC history. No, that no, was in, in Madison was Square in Garden history. Hold on. No, we're, no, talking, no, about we're talking about UFC. I get that, but I'm saying the gate that the UFC pulled in was like for one point four, one point five mil for that fight. Yeah. In in MSG. Yeah, that was the it, highest it selling fight MSG. ever. When when Connor, uh, you're talking about Khabib or. 
was, I'm not talking about Vegas. Conor McGregor today. So I'm not doing that. We're not going to no, get that. It was it. the biggest fight. It was the biggest gate in Madison yeah, yeah, Square yeah, yeah. Garden. I'm not, I know. We're, we're not arguing that. 12 though. or 13 million. I know. We're not arguing Back that. Back in 2016. Right. That was the Eddie fight. We're yes. Okay. So I'm okay, saying. Okay, but for 300,000 MSG, yeah, I agree with you, though. That I think would that's, be a solid. F- that's pretty reasonable. I don't know if they're pulling that for, in, but. I was thinking like two to 300. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, talk- you're talking about pay-per-view buys, yeah. not live gate. I'm sorry. I was misunderstanding. What are, what are we? Well, li- yeah, okay. Are we so talking about live the gate? That's what I'm talking about. Live gate is how much the arena makes yeah. that night. Right. Pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys, buys is different. Yeah, it's yeah. different, yeah. 300,000, I think that's fair, right. probably. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, in the main event... I'm not seeing anything for... No, that's fine. That's fine. So, in the main event... The reason I want to talk about this Bellator card is card quad quad. <laughs> the reason I want to talk about this Bellator card is it has a, had a lot of big fighters that are making noise right now in MMA. Sure. So, so Rory McDonald, sorry, I had to get my phone. Defeated Neiman Gracie. Um, what was it? Unanimous decision. So these Gracies, man, they're just such one-sided fighters. You just always I see know. them popping up everywhere. But Neiman Gracie was actually nine and zero. He was. I think he won every single one of his fights by sub. Before this fight. So I was actually yeah, a little a pumped. Scene. I was like, dude, if Roy could get caught here, classic performance by Roy McDonald, beat a, a specialty artist. Um, any Gracie win is a big win on your re- on your resume to have that last name yeah. in a win. Um, and to also, Neiman fight. Gracie's been making, you know, I have actually been following him recently. I've heard a lot of noise on him. He's been making, like, people have been, people project him to end up being pretty good, like a champion one day, maybe. He needs to develop his stand-up, but as you know, you can bet if it goes to the ground, he's going for a sub. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts on Rory McDonald, man. I'm very passionate about this guy just because, as many people who know me know, I'm the biggest George St. Pierre fan on this planet. Like, I ride this fool's dick. I love this man <laughs> um, in the non-creepiest way possible. He's my favorite athlete. Well, he trains at TriStar Gym in Canada, Montreal, Canada. Shout out to Farah Sahabi. Yes, um, very overrated coach in my opinion, but also good. He's very overrated. How if he trained? Because he GSP. focused on a lot on technical ability and patience and all these little things, but a lot of his fighters lacked aggressiveness. And when they got put in tough situations, a lot of his fighters fold. A lot of his, like, Rory <laughs> McDonald. Rory, Rory McDonald, too? Yes. Included? Well, Rory McDonald's a tough son of a bitch, but I'm Hold saying. Hold on. Rory McDonald's included. His well, nickname is literally the has, Red King. I know. Has Rory McD- I know. Has Rory McDonald Bro, achieved he, his potential? Dude, the Lawler fight. The no, no. Rob- oh, that's the best fight of all time. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? He does Not Rory McDonald necessarily, but I've seen a lot of his fighters. Even like, with GSP, the though. The knock for, for like, Asahabi is that he trains boring fighters. He has a boring. That's what I, I was trying to get at. Mm. He you gets, think GSP fights are boring? I, no, well, like, I don't, but that well, was yeah, the biggest knock personal, on George Yeah, that's a personal. I love everyone. I agree. I don't think they're boring at all. Any GSP fight I ever saw, I never thought was boring. Yeah, no. Yeah, it depends if you really like him, though. Yeah, you've got to know the ins and outs. So Roy McDonald was George St. Pierre's training partner, his underling. They both train at TriStar under Faraz Ahabi. There was even talks about Roy going for the belt when GSP, but they didn't want to fight each other and stuff. So Roy McDonald, in my opinion, I just said this to Christian. If we're going to name the best welterweights on the planet, I think right now you go Kamaru. He's the champion of the UFC. He just dominated Tyrone Woodley. And his pressure's insane. That's why I don't really think it was a fluke. It's his, he's a pressure fighter. Yeah. It's insane. So and his size, Not honestly. Now, if we're going to say who's the second best welterweight on the planet, I'm taking Rory McDonald. Yeah, Rory McDonald. For but that. do you put GSP in there? No, yeah, we're not going to take We're not going to put George in there. Because George is okay. retired. And, right, we're going currently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for okay. sure Rory. And then after that, 
Tyron. Probably Tyron. Yeah. Tyron. And then and after, after that, Colby Covington. Colby. I'd say Colby, yeah. yeah. I would say too. Who else is in that door? Who else is in that? There's some dangerous. There, there's a lot of Darren Till is my one of my favorite welterweights in the world. You guys better watch out for him three, four years. This fool just needs to get his mind right. I, yeah, he does. Like he's on a slide right now. You know, he's uh, that happens in fighters' career. Right. Yeah, especially I, a young I fighter. I liked him instantly, but he's a young guy and he has a lot of holes in his game. I remember and, he and was favored been, to beat Tyron Woodley. He was yeah. the favorite. Yeah, I remember it. I thought that that, I thought that was insane. But yeah, he was favored, and then Tyron worked him. And the it only like, reason, yeah, you know, the only reason I'm putting Rory McDonald over Tyron Woodley, ladies and gentlemen, is because as great as Tyron's career has been, there have been so many instances, aka the Rory McDonald fight, aka Kelvin Gastelum fight, aka Kamara Usman fight, aka Jake Shields fight, where Tyron just gone blank, just didn't show up. And in his interviews for his last fight, he said, "Man, it just wasn't my night. It was my off night. That's bullshit." Because I've noticed a pattern in your career. When the pressure comes on, you're a strong-ass dude. No one's just going to put pressure on you and close the distance and keep moving forward. They're scared of your power. Because Tyron's not only... He has the fastest hands and most powerful hands in that division. The thing, too, with Tyron that's not good is he likes to fight off the cage. Yeah, he you know moves I mean? back. He he's always, a counterfighter. He he's a counter, too passive. Counter, yeah, he's too passive. Fights off the cage. Um, gets a little too comfortable there. But he's also and does that's that. how he gets caught. That's how he got caught with Rory too. You know? so, he says that he does that to avoid damage. He's a little scared. You could tell. And I, I, yeah. I he doesn't want to get in brawls. I agree with him there. But the fact of the matter is, you should have knocked out Damian Maya, bro. I don't care how good Damian. That fight was standing up. That fight wasn't on the ground. You were you were sprawling yeah, every he, time he shot. You defended the take. He had the record for most takedown defenses in that fight. Correct. You should have knocked him out. And that was honestly, I think that Dana also said too. That was the fight with the least amount of punches thrown. That's in a where Dana. Fight. That's where a, a big in a championship fight, the least amount of strikes thrown. Big rift became Tyron Dana after yeah. that. Became between those two sure. after that fight. And uh, when Tyron was first rising through the ranks, I didn't like him that much. I thought he was carrying too much, too much muscle. Yeah, when he, he when he's big, when he's he, fought Condit back out. in the day, if he couldn't knock guys out in the first round. Then he would gas in the second and and whatever, but then like his second wind as a as a fighter and when his career started taking off, I thought he got better each fight. He did. I he I did. mean he really impressed me. His cardio got better. That usually doesn't happen with guys, especially Tyron is not young. You know he, how old is he now? Thirty thirty four thirty thirty six. Um, yeah, he actually might be 36. Wow. I think, yeah. yeah 36 and his cardio cool. got better. Like, he just looked in better and better shape each fight he went He's into. also losing a lot and of muscle mass. He's, been, he's not as maybe, big as he used and to he be. Should, he probably should have. It was better. Lean out a little bit and work on your cardio. So, I... I, I would love to see Roy... I didn't like him, but he impressed me. Going off of that, going. too. First of all, respect to Damian Maya because he's a killer in BJJ. You know, it's not yeah. easy to fight. He's him. probably the best BJJ practitioner in the UFC or one yeah. of them. For and the for him to get day. a fuck like a world title is like a shot at the world title at that age. He didn't get a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A shot at the world title against Tyron was a big deal. Mind he you, like he, he also got a shot like five, six years ago against Anderson and got embarrassed in that fight. But yeah. yeah. But um, I was going to say he trains with Duke Rufus, who's a great kickboxing Milwaukee coach. yeah and out of uh, Milwaukee yep and uh Anthony, Anthony Pettis, Pettis trains Anthony with Pettis. them too <laughs> yeah Jinx you owe me a beer so but, uh, yeah great coach too Duke Rufus I, man yeah. I just want to see Roy McDonald in the UFC they're just I I wish the UFC bought out Bellator low-key but not at all 
I know, no. I know. <laughs> I just want to see all. all those fighters mixed in with the UFC fighters because then I, every fight is like insane. I like Bellator for what it is right now, to be honest. They're, the too. fact that they're able to put on shows at MSG is a big deal. You shows know, like got, this is a great big yeah, deal. Yeah, I mean, they've got That's quality ass MMA. Some of the cards are and better. You get a than lot of UFC shitty MMA. You get a lot of shitty MMA. Some of the cards are better. For sure, the UFC used to buy out every promotion. That yeah, was, that was how so they bought out Strike Force, WEC, when they, Pride, got, they bought out all WEC. of it. Yeah, um, so when Bellator, you know, started had like a little bit of wind left in its sails and started, but all Bellator did was take a few good fighters who were disgruntled with the UFC and paid them a little more, and take. UFC fighters who already fucking retired. No, that's their MO. That's their mantra. They're going to take name so value. It's they like, to, they is the more, competition as good as the UFC? They make more right. money in Bellator no one's saying just it by is. sponsorship. Yeah. And no one's even arguing that. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's, it's still, you know, UFC's I mean, I, the premier. I enjoy it. They're the I'll second watch one. It, but, I mean, what, what are we watching? You're watching Rory there. When you want to see him in the UFC, yeah, but no, he's well, fighting guys like Neiman Gracie who are still very good. Look, yeah, it, yeah, it, I'm not. And saying speaking Bellator of what you were bad. saying, you're right. You know, they just Lyoto versus Chael. Dude, we're going to talk about too, that right now. They've got they've had some people that were in the top ten contenders in the UFC. UFC. Phil right. Davis, Ryan Bader, Ryan Bader, Gegard Mousasi, Gegard Mousasi. Yeah. Dude, Bellator's got legit talent. Yeah, I, I, mean? I agree, like, but. Like you're, the you're, real competition is in the U.S. Right, yeah, if you want to test yourself. You know, that's the Premier League. Well, no, I, I wouldn't say it. that. Well, I would, not to test it's yourself. It's definitely the Premier like, League the in, in the in I, MMA. I like it. I'll, I'll watch no it. One, here's the thing that you're... No one's arguing that Bellator is better than MMA. What I'm arguing is that Bellator's talent is so good that you can't not watch it if you're an MMA fan. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Most fights you can't... Sure, don't watch, but there is a lot of good... Like, these cards you should watch. This was a great card. So, Leoto, Machida, Keith. Leoto, Machida, I'll start with you this time. Versus Chael Sonnen. Leoto landed two... Yeah, he is your boy. You do, and not only... That actually makes sense. Do you resemble Chael Sonnen in many ways? How you say? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but whatever do you mean? Leoto landed undefeated, two. Undefeated, undisputed. Yeah. You're undefeated, <laughs> undisputed. That's how you resemble him. Leoto landed you got two. two cameras, one for each arm. <laughs> put those down before we lose viewers and subscribers. <laughs> so Leoto landed two flying knees. Yeah, I'm surprised Chael survived the first one. The first no one, one realizes Leoto's on a 4 0 win streak. One of the, this, the first one of this uh, win streak was in the UFC. Eric sure. Anders. Yeah. yeah, it was a split decision, but still. And Eric Anders had that fight after where that guy, I was sure he was going to die that night. Uh, when, uh, um, who did he fight? Khalil Roundtree. Yeah, the, but that's uh, a different. Yeah. That's who a different, won that, Khalil or yeah. Eric? Eric Khalil Anders lost, but it was like. Pretty brutal. God damn, this guy just won't go down. Leoto said he has his sight set on Gegard, which would be a rematch of their UFC fight, or. I think Gegard wins. Gegard would win that. Gegard or Ryan Bader. Now, Ryan Bader he, is a better matchup but, for him, I'd say. No, but, Ryan Bader is an awful matchup for him because Ryan Bader is going to fuck him up because he's he, way too old to handle that type of power. He won the first fight. He's way too old to I handle. know, but he won the he first fight. He did win the, when he was athletic, when he was probably roiding. Yeah, Leoto might have been roiding. Who knows? Leoto looked Everybody good against Chael. He, oh, he looked, he looked good against Chael. <laughs> Give him yeah. credit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Don't start with me, kid. Don't start. No, but as all respects, Leoto's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Stand up wise, one of the greatest, probably top 10, top five st strikers ever in MMA history. 
I wouldn't go that far, but no? yes, I there was a I there was a there was a Machida era. Whoa. There was a Machida era. That's true. Yeah. There Whoa. was a Machida era. Top ten strikers of all time. I I, I think you you might have to throw top Yoda. ten maybe. Yeah, top ten. Top. So yeah. if we're gonna look at the best pure strikers, I'm gonna throw some names out no there. No one no one was fucking with his karate style. And that's back what I'm saying. Then. That yeah. like, like they you, adopted that. Dude, they his karate style is doper than Steven and Thompson. And he used to train with yeah. Anderson he probably Silva. I I love Wonder Boy, but I. And his karate style is so unorthodox. I fuck with Lyoto Machida's karate style. He was a pain in the ass to Dude, try Lyoto to Dude, Lyoto Machida bro. was like this and uh, boom. Like, yeah, like, quickly, he, was, like, he was a pain in the ass. He would like hit you. Dude, and he, then, like, dude he was tagging John too, Jones too many, in their first A lot fight. of uh, feints. Dude, man, Machida. Yeah, Machida, there was Machida and, era for and sure, he used bro. To, if I'm not mistaken, he used to train with Anderson. And that's yeah. the reason he fought at 205. He was yeah. more comfortable at 185, but him and Anderson didn't want to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. So that's why he was the champ no, at 205. No, like, Anderson, and like Anderson was the champ him. at 185. No. They didn't they didn't want to cross yeah, pure, weight classes pure, with each pure other. Pure technical ability, Lyoto's one of the greatest of all time. I, he I, was a champion in the UFC. I think he's great. Like, yeah. look, look at him. Lyoto in his prime, I would take over Gus in his prime. He was able to like utilize karate yeah. as like he the was a champion. Would you take Lyoto or Gus in, his, in their primes? Well, yeah, Lyoto, because Gus hasn't won a belt or anything like that. Lyoto was a champ. Lyoto literally strictly used karate and would destroy dudes. Like, yeah, his Randy Couture just, crane kick. Just with karate, yeah, just with yeah. karate, bro. So, and Chael Sonnen is my guy, but man, this dude got to stop fighting, bro. Dude's got to well, stop. He, it was he did retire. Yeah, he did okay. retire. He retired. And so now we're going to go. to chill. I'm going to talk about the Dylan Dennis fight. So Dylan Dennis, the... Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach, yep. a black belt, one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners in the world, is signed to Bellator, defeated Max Humphrey. He's a brawler. He likes to take it, bring heat to the table. <clears throat> um, so I don't really give a fuck about Max Humphrey. I'm not really going to talk. I'm going to talk, focus solely on Dylan Dennis. I saw this dude at a Drake concert in November. Um, <laughs> and then the next day, Habib jumps out the cage, tries killing him, creates probably the biggest incident in MMA history after a fight. So... This dude's a kind of a cocky piece of shit looking dude. Like I looked up his Instagram, all he does is stunt. Like he takes pictures of Connor and him and says, "His time, our time." Like he just flashes that he's friends with Connor. He's just like, "What do you think of Max Humphrey?" He was like, "Listen, he's tough. He's a brawler. Tough isn't good enough to beat me." Boy, go to the UFC. Just like we were saying earlier, you're a one-sided fighter. Your jiu-jitsu's crazy. I'm not gonna lie, his jiu-jitsu's re- like really fucking good. Well, if he's yeah. coaching someone, he better be no. Good like at his it. jiu-jitsu's yeah. really good. Yeah. Like he might yeah. be one of the best in the world. But, bro, like, what? Can you look me up? What what division does Dylan Dennis fight at? Maybe it's 155. Probably 170. Yeah. Or 150. I'd say he looks kind of big. I, I think 170. 170, huh? Yeah, look that up for me if you guys can. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, pretty much going off what you said. But all that nonsense on Twitter and posting pictures and all that. He's good. You know, as a fighter, he's really good. That's to sell fights. So yeah, anyone can do that all day. Most people that hang around Connor or train with Connor try to act like Connor, like uh, Gallagher. Do you know? He probably encourages Gallagher's like that. You know, Dylan Dennis. Let me look this up real quick. One seventy. Good call, Keith. No, Christian got it too. Oh, whoa, Dylan Dan- I just I was looking up his name. I just saw a first article. I'm just going to read the headline. Dylan Dennis makes bold prediction for potential MMA fight with John Jones. <laughs> what? Dennis is confident he can earn okay. the top if he attacked the champion. I would like to see that. If I did an Imanari role, I'd take his leg home with me. Yeah, nice. He, he might. I don't know. Nice. I think Jones is like... A- He's not a black belt in BJJ. He's like a blue belt or no, something. No, he's a purple. He's about to get his black belt. 
He's about to. No, he earned his black belt after his last fight. They gave him they gave him the belt, and then his uh, master, his coach, put the black belt around his neck. He earned his black belt after his last fight against Anthony Smith. He got crowned with his black belt in the arena. But why would they? Why would you crown him with a black belt when he didn't win by submission? Oh, they're just no. It was just that he had earned his black belt. They were waiting for a good time, like to a dramatic to, to him, give it to him. Because I've seen I've seen coaches do that, but it's usually after someone finishes they, another practitioner. Yeah. In excellent fashion. Yeah, yeah. They were probably just waiting to give it to him till after the fight if he won. Um, that's that's just another insane accolade. Look, he I, has his black I, belt. Now. John Jones has his black belt. I think the world of Jones, I don't think it matters, uh, you know. No, but like now you know ground. the greatest is his black belt on the ground. So, yeah, so, um, yeah Dylan Dennis, I would love to see him at 170. Man, I, this dude's really like dangerous though, but I would love to see him against Robbie Lawler. What is he going to do against Robbie Lawler? He's not taking Robbie down. <laughs> What would Dylan Danis do against Robbie Lawler? Uh, this fool's kind of like a shittier version of the of Neiman Gracie, honestly. He just a that's just what he is. He's like a Gracie, just a one sided fighter, you know. I, I wouldn't mean, say shittier I'd like version. To see he it. just doesn't have the name. He's just a him, punk. You know I, I mean? just don't fuck with him. But I know. But we're another big about the fight. <laughs> another big fight that happened is um, Kyoji Horiguchi, former UFC fighter, defeated Darian Caldwell. Became a Bellator champ and a Ryzen champ. We've never seen that before. Now he's a champ in two promotional organizations. So, yeah, man. Bellator, solid card. Um, I think they have what I want to see. I'm very interested in seeing Michael Van Page fight next. I love MVP. Um, I want to see what he had. He just lost to Douglas Lima, right? Yeah. I want to see mm -hmm. his rebound fight. I think there's like he should be signed to the UFC soon. Within two, three years, I expect him on the UFC roster. The UFC should Probably, be going yeah. after the, these young up and coming stars and other. I feel like they they're so stacked though. Like for right now, they don't need to go after them right away. Like Who? I don't know, they've got some good fighters if, right if now. If they have, to, if the if UFC they go after, has too many uh, guys to deal with in one particular weight class, and it's like, well, we got championship fights all over the place. Yeah, this guy no needs to fight this guy. This yeah. guy if there's not some guy that's just like. 10 levels above and it's a no-brainer then they're not going to go for it if if it's just are you what are you saying are you saying that mvp is but, get him in the ufc right now no there's just a lot of fighters that i think the ufc like guys like this who are making noise like i want to see him compete in the ufc one day you know bellator is good it's sure. a good getting your feet wet in the game but i want to see him in the ufc one day me too but what i wanted to talk about the main thing of this episode um and i saw this interview last week my boy, even though everybody hates this guy right now, TJ Dillashaw came out and spoke for the first time this past week about his when my boy uh, PED abuse. Not yeah, PED abuse. Um, he took a substance called Epogen, I think EPO. EPO. Yep. That so in the interview with Chael Sonnen, he came out. And he said, "Guys, I cheated. All right, I'm just gonna come off the bat. I'm not making any excuses. I cheated. Um, and I respect him for that." And he said, listen, just because I cheated, this was a one-time offense. People, I hear people saying, I've been doing this my whole career. No, this was a one-time offense. And he, was, he made that clear. He said, and Chell Sonnen said, looked him in the eye and said, I know I've known you for a long time. I believe you here. And he gave him his reasons. He said, basically, I played it off. When he fought Henry, he was trying to do something that's never been done before. Forget the double champ thing, he said. I was trying to be the first one to move down a weight class in yeah. Mad Bell. Because no one's ever done that. It's, big, it's easy. To, all you have to do is gain weight or go be closer to your natural weight. Yeah, you're fighting a harder guy, but your body's not going through the hell it was going through last training camp when you were cutting weight. 
You know, you have 10 pounds extra that you don't have to lose. I was excited to see it when he was doing it. For so sure. he said, basically in the interview, he said, the cut was harder than I thought. I played it off. But I, my, suddenly, like three weeks out from the fight, four weeks out, I just, my body lost energy and I, I couldn't fight anymore. So I, I was just like, I wasn't as into it. My fire was going down. And TJ Dillashaw says he measures everything mathematically and scientifically in his training camp. He tests his hair follicles, his saliva, like daily. So he found out he just didn't have energy or whatever substance it was in his body. And he started taking this substance and suddenly he felt good. He felt back. So he did it for the cardio, for the energy. Right. Um, right. Now for him to come out publicly, he also said going into the press, he went to a press conference. He said it was the hardest thing he's ever done. Here's my take on this really quickly before I go hand it over to you two. I think he is still a Hall of Famer. I think he said he wants to get that belt back. He's going to do it for his family, for everything they're going through. I think he will get that belt back. I think he, if he does get that belt back, I don't care if he cheated for that fight. I don't care if there's an asterisk. If he comes back and wins the belt, that's a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to discredit him just because he did EPO once. Maybe he did it more than once, but he never got caught. This is the one time he got caught because he took hella tests beforehand and passed them. So I'm, then he took a test now and got caught. So I, I have reason to believe this is one-time offense. So what do you make of this, Keith? Do you think he comes back, to, wins the title? Do you think he's going to look good when he comes back? Do you still not give him credit? What do you think of him after this interview? I, uh, I think it was the smart move. Of course. To come out and you say have like to, You have to man up to it and say, I cheated, blah, blah, blah. And it makes sense what he was saying. He was cutting weight, and he's like, I couldn't train as hard as I could. The cut if was I, hard. He was just drained. Was he was worn out. At 135. So, you know, he's yeah, like, I cheated. Cardio. I cheated. Do I think it's the first time he ever cheated? No, sorry. I don't. Why? Uh, I don't know. Mostly because wasn't there a tweet or something by um, Cody. Cody Garbrandt like a year before that where they were going at it on Twitter and Cody said, it must be all that EPO coming out of your ears. Basically, Cody was accusing him of doing it way before that. He said that word for word? Something like that. We Paraphrasing more or less. Yeah. But like, there is something about Cody mentioning that like a year back. I do remember. A little, the, the or a little bit more. So he trained at that, you know, you don't get linked to it in that way if, oh, it was the first time you did it. You know, three weeks out of your I kind of agree with you. Because you, you kind of, because you couldn't train as hard as And he as also, ma- like, really stressed it to make it a point. No, 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 guys. Th- this is my first time, yeah. though. So I he, could see kind of where a, you're going. He, look, he had a, he had a completely reasonable, um, a completely reasonable explanation for why he did it. He's like, I'm moving down 10 pounds. I was weak. The cut was harder I than want, I thought. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. do it. I had to take, you know, I took a shortcut. I'm sure it was hell on him and his body. Dude, cutting to 125 the, when you're like a natural 145. The, the fact yeah. that Garbrandt had said it, and they used to be teammates, right? 150 and, even, maybe. And they fought yeah, two times. Now, of course, Garbrandt could be a little uh, bitter at that time. But that was a year before or so. See, I mean, the we're going to get fact-checked. Do you, Christian, do you think... I think... He, I think uh, I don't think it may have been the first time he cheated either. Even though I, yeah, do you I'm think big, it was I'm his big, first time? I'm a big TJ fan too. Like I, I think he's one of the best ever at 135, if not one of the best. I don't, hold on, yeah, one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, he trained at Team Alpha Male with Uriah, with Cody, all those dudes. 
Cody was one to say that, you know, like, oh, he's taken EPO before a year back. And then there's also been like rumblings from Uriah saying, yeah, that's true. Like he's always kind of taken that when he trained with us at Team Alpha Male. So I have reason to believe too that it's not the first time. Um, why didn't he way, get busted? Though, why didn't he get busted? Either way, I'm, I still think I, I think he's still. great. Like I think he's great too. But the thing great. about this that's different from like the John Jones situation. I was gonna is bring that up too. That's this drug I'm... directly enhances his game plan because his fighting style is completely predicated on the gas tank. Yeah, his fighting style is jumping around, like constantly moving, boom, 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 constant volume. But the difference, like, there's a lot of high volume fighters like Max and Habib just walk forward. TJ doesn't do that. TJ's jumping around. He boom, picks his shots. Coming all, but yeah. he's, he's just constantly kicks, attacking, he's but he's going everywhere. Talk, combos talk everywhere. about footwork. I mean, yeah, he's combos a footwork everywhere. master. He emulated Dominic, Dominic Cruz's Cruz style too. and yeah. made it his own. Those two have two... Demetrius Johnson is like a, a morphed version of it, but those two have this unique unorthodox, non, always moving, constantly moving uh, And changing style. stances. The changing stances thing, Cruz was really I'd the, say TJ's the innovator more slick of, too. That, of that. Ah, no, 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 no. I like Dominic Cruz's shoulder rolls. Yeah. I don't think TJ's shoulder rolls are nearly as crisp but Dominic, as Dominic Cruz's. Dominic pioneered that style. No, Dominic's footwork... Yeah. Yeah, is the most beautiful it's, footwork I've ever seen. It's at that weird. And the changing stances, and the you know, I'm I like Dominic with hooks this time. I like Dominic Cruz's stances, and then I'm gonna. When hit I watch, when I watch both of them fight, I think Dominic Cruz's style looks better. I think TJ's, and it was more effective when he was on. And honest to God, I actually think if you could put both of them in their primes, fully healthy, fresh bodies. I'm gonna take Dominic Loki. But everyone thought he won the. I uh, would the too. Fight. TJ against yeah, Dominic. When, I thought when he TJ came won. Back. I thought back. TJ barely I won. I didn't think. No, I thought Dominic won that fight. That's fair. That's fair because that was a very close but, fight. But I he, was yeah, a little biased because I love Dominic. I love Dominic but too. But I, I mean, I, I thought he won. No, that, that's a fair argument because that was a very close fight. I thought TJ barely won, but I, that's why it was so close to the point where I won't argue if someone says. I won't well, argue. I won't argue with the other way. He, look at what he did to Dominic. Kobe, Co uh, Cody's the best boxer in that division. I know, but what about Cody's footwork? If he was able to like pretty much outmaneuver his Dominic, footwork's you know better I mean? in uh his footwork's probably the best. I can't. Yeah, I, I feel he, like he has more uh, stable he hangs, footwork. He hangs like that Dominic and hand. Dominic and TJ are more mobile. Basically, yeah, yeah he, has, he has better. He like sidesteps. Okay, a but lot. he neutralized Dominic. Yeah. is what I'm saying though. Like. I mean, no, yeah, Cody, actually, you, you that can, fight against Dominic with Cody, my God, that was incredible. That was a great Dominic fight. doesn't utilize leg kicks as much as and kicks as much as TJ. That TJ was able to uh, fight Cody at his distance. His legs more. are like shot. TJ, he has like no ACL yeah, or yeah, Dominic meniscus doesn't, yeah. or anything of that. Uh, I thought TJ against uh, Cody was more effective at exploiting Cody's weaknesses than Dominic was because Cody dominated Because TJ was more explosive and yeah. athletic, I think. That was the difference. Uh, Dominic, and they trained Dominic together. Was, they used to train together. Dominic yeah. was frustrated. He was like, he was trying to hit him. The lead up like, to that Dominic fight was the most entertaining lead up I've ever seen. Like, I was watching those interviews. Dude, Cody sounded like a fucking high school bully, just stuttering his words. Oh, I'm going to beat your ass. Dominic Cruz was slick. He's like, who are you, Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> like, he was just, like, slick as fuck on camera. Dominic is, and, dude, he, he's a master. I remember Cody that. was just like, I'm going to fuck you. And, and Dominic was like, you're going to fuck me. <laughs> like, he said that on camera. Everybody was just like, what? It's the way he comes off. No, he's, like, so smart. You dude, know Tom, I mean? yeah, Dominic yeah. is, like, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's, like, witty. Quick witty, you know what I mean? yeah. Yes. Very much. So... Yeah, man, it's it just sad. It's just a shitty situation. However, you can bet 
the pay-per-view numbers for the TJ's return fight are going to be off yeah. the charts because they. I want to see it. Do you, Dude, if but you're TJ's Dana, return at, he's like how old now? He's like 30, 30 31. He's not no. 34. No, no, no. He's not. He's 34. like 33. Dillashaw, bro, pull it up. Dillashaw, yes. I don't. He's think gonna he's gonna return at like. All right, 35. what do you think he is? What do you think he is, Keith? He's gonna return at like 35. Keith, what? what I think you? I think he's 31. I think he's 31. I think he comes back at 32. Okay, so no, I'm, TJ Dillashaw is 30, uh, 33. So 35, he's going to come back. Thank you. Oh, wow. So Dude, he's, yeah. he's he turning 34 younger. next he year. Looks, he when, looks younger. When was that fight? What, the Dominic Cruz? No, no, the um, uh, Henry Cejudo. Earlier because this year. The, yeah, earlier this because year. Because the first fight the, of, what part do you of the call year. It? Yeah. The suspension goes retroactive from the fight. So he right? has a year and a half. So he can come back not this January, the following January. That's oh, just right. a shitty suspension. It's two years. And I he, think that's right. how it no, works. If he gets caught right. again, it's exactly. four years. If he gets caught again, they double the suspension each He's time. Not, he gets it, look, you got to be an idiot to get caught again. Although we've seen that happen too. The only too. thing is though, like with this, it's hard to say like, oh, Dillashaw's legacy is not ruined. You it could I mean? be ruined. But like... And then saying like, "Oh, John Jones's legacy is real." You know what I mean? It's so hard to like because now it's it's like you sound like a hypocrite, and I don't want to say like, "Oh, TJ's is not, but Jones is." It's I'm, even if there's an I asterisk. Th I think both their legacies are at least a little tarnished. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're both. TJ's more than Jones though. I, TJ's more than because John. TJ came out and admitted it, even though um, that's respect to him. Like we know you did it. John at least denied it. Thing with John is, he never really lost. TJ has lost. So, it, you know, if he was cheating, he's lost. And Jones could if have been Jones, doing it at a time when everyone was doing it. TJ. But no, it was like no, no, no. I don't think like, Jones did it back. Jones was skinny. Jones has always been small until he needs to start. There's a couple photos. When we he went up, up with Jones. Yeah. Though, and that's when he fought Shogun, when he fought Rampage, Vitor, he was not he was not big. You don't think he was juicing? No. Dude, look at his muscle mass. I don't know. I'm not Bro, saying, the only time I I'm thought he was juicing was when he took his shirt off against Daniel Cormier. Because they were fighting a Daniel Cormier. You're not going to fight your usual weight. You're going to build muscle. He was deadlifting, powerlifting. He was deadlifting, powerlifting. He needs to put on uh, weight for that fight to match a heavyweight fighter because Dana Cormier is a natural sure. heavyweight. He, he approached it differently. He took off his shirt in the press conference. In a certain amount of time. Yeah. He was way bigger than he's ever been. I saw him. I was like, what? But steroids is not always about being big. It's about your muscle reaction. Correct. It's about or the it, you output. Know. No, there's definitely a the chance output. that he could have. You, you could see a, a baseball player when he's swinging a bat. He may not look like the biggest guy in the world, and that's why he can send it 450 feet. It's about when he sees yeah. it, he can turn on it. Yeah, and but you're also you're also going to get bigger if you're you're also bigger uh, in mass uh, yeah. force. Course. Like you know, like John Jones back then. Like this dude, like clearly to me, like in my opinion, like I looked at him when he got caught and when he didn't get caught. Even his last fight, there's no way he took steroids against Gus, bro. He was so much skinnier than he was against Cormier. Like, I do believe he took him for Cormier, but, like, his body did not look the same. You could tell this fool was... It just looked... F not going to say flabbier, but the muscles just shrunk. Like, clearly, his arms were just not as big. Well, but he also, um, you know, he had time off in that yeah. time. So he probably wasn't... He was still training, but he probably wasn't training as hard as he would be yeah. when he was fighting. Um, actually, three John times Jones did year. say this last fight since he stayed active. He was he, may, he has yeah. been in constant training camp. 
Look, he said this uh, this year he's doing that all year because to make it I for the last he, time. I think he would have won it without steroids. I don't think no, yeah, Jones I needed yeah, John, it. Yeah, his skill it, is crazy. To me, I, I think he did cheat, but I don't think it mattered. Like, I think he was winning all those fights anyways. Do you take TJ Dillashaw all time or Henry Cejudo all time? That's the fight that we're going to see in two years. Right now. You think in two years? Well, when we'll they fight, fight? Who, you don't think you think will? You think Henry's going to be like... Uh, no, I don't think Henry will be fighting. I mean, in two, two years, years is a long time. You for don't think Henry's going to be champion in two years? I don't know. I, I mean, think he might retire. I'd have know. to pull up Henry? the. I'd have to pull up the. We'll see. He's still young. He should. Be. Uh, he I'd just have called to pull out three rankings. fighters. He just called out Uriah, Dominic, and someone else. Uriah's coming back too. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. I'm excited for that yeah. Uriah fight. I don't know what Dominic he's Cruz. That's if he's like not injured. You know what I mean? Cody I, would be cool too, but Cody's got to work his way up. Booked Cruz. I thought they already booked him. No, I don't know if Cruz is going to fight again. He's always injured. Cody would be say. cool, but he's got to work his way up, you know. He's uh, look. It's Cody. probably Aljamain if he's fighting another bantamweight. Oh, Aljamain Sterling yeah. is fighting. Uh, said he said he could beat Henry next. He said I'm too long. I can kick. I can do jiu-jitsu. I can wrestle. Aljamain's I can strike. cool. I like. Aljamain I like Aljamain. He's not going to be. Nice. He's not like going to be that Henry. I would no, choose. he's not. But he's nice. He's nice. He's, it's going to be a yeah. dope fight. Um, is that a New York boy? Who Aljamain? Aljamain. Yeah. He trains. So, yeah. He trains with no. Al Yaquinta, um, Matt like Sarah, Chris. Ray Long, Wide. Ray he's, Long. He's Ray like Long. from Queens, I yeah. think. Ray, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ray Longo. Ray Longo, Ray Longo. So uh, Weidman, uh, you know, that's Weidman's camp. Academy. Yeah. That's yeah. Iaquinta's uh, camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and Weidman, yeah. That basically is all it for this week, huh? Next week, I'm hoping we get we have a special guest on plan. I'm not going to reveal who it is yet. I'm hoping it plans out. Uh, he gave me his word, but yeah, we have something special planned for next week. Um, other than that, great card again. Bellator 222. Obviously, TJ, we just talked about that. And our boy Tyson Fury, everybody's favorite around here. But, yeah, that's basically it for this week. Uh, you know me. Come support me. Follow. Subscribe. My Instagram, Twitter should be up right now if you guys are watching this. But, yeah, that's it. And we'll see you next week. All right. All right. Goodbye, Christian. Goodbye, Keith. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Ooh. Thanks, guys.